I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. We are in Fantasy Suites week. Matt Munson, usually here, sitting in, filling in for Katie. It's just been a couple bros talking about the Bachelorette. No big deal. One of our original Bachelor, we like to call you historians, it's Emily Sands. Hello. Hello. I've seen it all. I'm ready to <laughs> provide my insight. Yes. Welcome to the show. And uh, I know Matt was uh, very excited to have you sit in and offer a female's perspective since most of this season has just been the two of us sort of screaming about, you know, Hannah and Luke and <laughs> Hannah and Luke. And now we can have a female come in and scream about yeah. Hannah and Luke. There's a I lot think... going on in this episode. Yes. There's a lot to unpack. We've, I don't think, have ever had four fantasy suites. No, not that I can and remember. We sort of got forced at Fantasy Suites because Luke, as he tends to do, stuck his foot in his mouth and Big time. didn't totally get the Fantasy Suite, but he got the date. But let's start at the beginning, okay. which is Pilot Pete, and the news was breaking right as the show was coming on the air, similar to how we found out about Jed and his alleged girlfriend that was going to still be his girlfriend when he got back right. from the show, but then he ghosted her and right. that whole thing, which... We're going to find out about on the after the final rose or men tell all Mm -hmm. first and then after the final rose with Peter, the ex-girlfriend basically said all was going well. And then suddenly see you later, which is interesting, I think, because he talks about being broken up and kind of torn up about his ex and how it was a long time since he said, I love you to someone and blah, blah, blah. And if you read that article, it sounds like it was yesterday and she's calling him out. He kept harping on that. It's been yes. a while. And even his family sort of leaned into that. Like, Agreed. oh, he hasn't opened himself up in that long. Now, they weren't dating a super long time. Right. I think it was five months, they yeah. said. Yeah. And he did break up with her before he went on the show. So it makes him slightly slightly better than Jed, maybe. I think a lot better. Okay. Jed admittedly went on the show to be famous. True. True. And allegedly sort of in agreement with his current girlfriend who he was going to keep dating when he got back and was more famous. Yeah, it was right. That's bad. I mean, that, that's, you're right. You're that's pretty right. much as bad it as it gets. That, in that terms. Obviously not a great look to be breaking up with someone right before you go on the show, but it's a situation where they weren't dating that long. He did break up with her. Right. Could have been a little more honest, clearly, because she had to wait to, you know, see that, you know, Bachelor producers were following him on social media, mm-hmm. and that's how she sort of put two and two together. Right. I do get her coming forward, though, because I think as you watch the show and see everything that he's saying, and, and again, to reiterate, how he hasn't done this in a long time, and it's all new to him, and he's happy to be opening up for the first time, and blah, blah, blah. It just sounds like he was full of it the whole time, which makes me a little more hesitant about him, I suppose. And I was a fan. I was actually a big Peter fan because he is very sweet. He says like a little too much for me, but that's (laughs) neither here nor there. He has a job. Right. And I don't even mean a good job because he does. The bar is pretty low as far as Bachelor, Bachelorette (laughs) contestants. Like, really, if you just have... A job. Yes. As opposed to, like, import-export manager, Mm -hmm. which, again, is a real thing, but 
wouldn't he be a little more specific about what he was actually doing? If he actually had. And even Tyler, who does construction or whatever, or contractor, Mm -hmm. sort of like worked for his father's company. Does that really count? Like, this is a real job. He's flying people. He's a grown up. Yeah, he's he's in charge of people's lives. Yes. And he seemed like a nice guy, and he's cute, but he's not, you know, this weird... Adonis, like fake, all all muscle up top and chicken legs on the yeah. bottom. That's a big problem for me. With... He's the guy next door. Yep. I thought, if not Mike, that he was probably the best choice for the Bachelor. Agreed. Yep. And he might still be. He can probably, you know. And we say this when we're talking about Bachelor, assuming each person isn't the person at the end. So if Peter isn't the person at the end, I was thinking either him or Mike are going to be the Bachelor. Yeah. Does this change that? I think it does. I think that. Just people aren't reacting well at all. Actually, on both sides, because I heard that the ex for coming forward for Jed was getting a lot of backlash as well. So people don't like this stuff. I think they're going to want to sweep it under the rug. Or do they not like it enough that they want to see more of it because it provides drama is the real question. I think he'll probably have a chance, much like Jed, to dance his way around it. And I think obviously Jed will probably have a more difficult time. Yeah. I would assume... Peter, if he wants to be The Bachelor and they want him to be The Bachelor, can be sort of presented in a certain way of it wasn't that serious and I knew that I was – it wasn't what I was looking for. Right. And this was going to provide me with a way to find something, you know, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah, right reasons, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And unlike Jed and unlike Luke and less so Tyler because I think Tyler has been pretty straightforward even if he does come across player-ish – uh, he's believable, or at least he's been believable up to yeah. this point. That's why I was actually shocked to see that article come out because like it just it was, comes off incredibly genuine. I think if it happened to Tyler, even though, I, again, I think Tyler's been genuine but playery, like, I'd right. be like, okay, that doesn't really surprise right. me. You know, I he's agree. very slick and smooth talker. Peter, yeah, Peter yeah. is not. Yeah, he's no, he's dorky and. Totally. And I just. I think he'll be given a chance to get out of this in sort of maybe not totally unscathed, but to the point where ABC feels comfortable. Okay, we can make him the guy. Right. Uh, I still think I'd prefer Mike because I I just I think love Mike. Mike has I'm pro Mike. Yeah, Mike has everything. Yes. And I didn't see any negative with Mike. Whereas up until this point, I didn't see any negative with Peter. Right. And if they wanted to stay conservative, I thought he was probably going to be their top choice. But now. Maybe it swings back to yeah. Mike. I would love to see Mike out there. He's 31, so he's an older. Can't, I know they're trying to steer. I mean, clearly with Hannah, they tried to steer a little younger, but um, he just has that award-winning smile, and I think he just makes everyone happy, so I'd like to see him. I agree. And, you know, so Peter has his fantasy suite first, yep. and, and we assume they're airing in order. Yes. We obviously know... Luke happened after this one, but we assume they're all in order. And they get on a sailboat, and they do, of course, the classic the Titanic moment. Yep. King, King of the World, which admittedly, <laughs> um, admittedly, I have done before. Um, <laughs> I haven't had the chance. I'll have to. That's on my bucket list. Not sure. to that extent, but uh, I was on a, a boat on the along the Nepali coast in Hawaii, uh, off Kauai, and you just you have, have to. to. You, you have know? to. It's just. Uh, <laughs> It's like, sorry, guys. Like, I got to do it. And uh, he went um, a little, few steps further. They start making out yep. and starting to think, like, oh, are they going to fall off the boat? And She was standing on one of the 
like a couple arcs up, I guess, and I was like, eh, yeah, that I, could end really poorly. <laughs> I have a feeling there were some very nervous producers, yes. you know, on the boat next to them filming this, thinking like, oh god, or like just seeing the entire show just crumbling. Yes. Like, oh great, this is the final episode <laughs> the ever time. is going to happen uh, in Greece on Fantasy Suite Week. Oh my gosh! Uh, but much like the rest of their dates, everything seemingly going well. Yeah, agreed. And smoothly. Very, very physical. Mm -hmm. And I think this had a chance to go really, really wrong because they're in this, you know, it's just the two of them plus, you know, the deckhand, but whatever. Right. <laughs> the two of them, and he says, I really like you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> She she did not seem thrilled with that comment. He was perpetually awkward, um, I think, until they were sitting down and, and chatting later in the night. But he was, yeah, open mouth, insert foot kind of vibe. The only thing I can figure is he wasn't quite ready to do the full dive yep. of telling her that he's in love with her. Right. But go to the old standby. Falling. That's it. I'm falling say, so quickly. I, anything. Like, I really like you is something that I, you know, you say to, I don't Like know, the seventh anyone. grade? Yeah, I like that. What are you doing? And she just immediately was like, listen, if this is going to be the person that I'm going to be with, it, you know, we need to. You better to, more than like me if we're going to end up together. And I think he realized that because yep. then he corrected himself yep. and corrected where this date was going. Because as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> Derailed. There yeah. goes Pete. <laughs> yeah. I guess we can, you know, we can check him off the list. Um, but at dinner, he, as he tends to do, does all mm -hmm. the right things. Yep. And gets the fantasy suite, and she doesn't put any sort of prereq on it. Nothing. Nope. Just let's go. Goes for it. Yep. And we have one of the greatest moments of <laughs> the year because of all of the lead up to this, of all of the scenes with Hannah screaming at Luke. Yep. We see the windmill. Who's the windmill guy? Yep. We figured it out. And there had been all kinds of detective work trying to happen because did it happen before Fantasy Suites? Right. Was it on one of their old trips? Wait, I think Jed, when he was on a date, we could see a windmill in the background. Did they sneak <laughs> off to have sex in a windmill? People were going crazy. Yep. And finally, wow. we find out that not only was it not before Fantasy Suites, which would have made it a little more risque, I yeah, think. Yeah, Absolutely. But that it was Peter. Right. And if we didn't know about that, I don't even know that we, or at least I wouldn't have thought, oh, this is going to happen because it's still fun. They're having fun inside. You know, they find the trunk with all the sex stuff. Yep. And she makes the condom joke again because she yeah, found the condom the in yep. the car. Uh, but <clears throat> they <laughs> yeah. turn the lights out and... Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember if it was him or her, but didn't say it on purpose. But, you know, it was a great night. Like, we came together. And I'm like, yeah. oh. I, I have that in my notes from watching that whole thing. The next morning, it was just sexual innuendo after sexual innuendo. They were just, it was such a fun, exciting exploratory night and I was just like okay we get it we understand what happened it's fantasy suites you're we not probing each other okay why don't you just like just say it I guess I don't know um but 
yeah, they I always like to watch how they any contestant, any season, in their, how they interact with each other after fantasy suites because you can read a lot off of body language in those, and they they seemed very happy. Yeah, and clothes um, weren't just a little like they were no, everywhere, they were all over the place. Everything was just all over the room, and she's singing, <laughs> and I mean she sung a few times this episode, but t- singing about he's Zeus and she's Aphrodite. Right. I wasn't following it all, but. It was pretty clear, even without her uh, clip later about, you know, effed in exactly. a windmill yep. twice, which, good for you, Pete. <laughs> yeah. um, it's very, it was very clear yep. what had happened there. Agreed. Which I think makes the second date very interesting. Because yeah. Tyler's up, and he says, not to her, but to us, that he's ready to propose. Yeah. Which is a big deal, because that was sort of his whole hang up or at least she thought so that it's not it's a uh, mostly physical vaguely emotional yeah and so i think him telling us that you're thinking okay first of all you have to tell her but this is interesting because the whole thing with with these two is well i want this to be more emotional we need to catch up to the physical and i don't know that this was the perfect date for that originally because it's rubbing suntan lotion all over each other. That's a, yeah. And they it's a good so start. They, yeah, they go to this spa where they yeah just get to get rubbed up. But was it hot or creepy that he took over for the masseuse without her knowing? Good question. I I didn't actually think it was creepy when I was watching it, and now that you just asked that question, I'm kind of thinking it's a little creepy because the way he like had like almost exchanged where the masseuse's hands were with his hands so like she wouldn't even know it's a little yeah a little sketchy i suppose um but i think that it was a well-intentioned moment um yeah i don't think it was malicious but as i was watching it immediately especially with her tops off yeah that's true and her eyes are closed and just you know he basically shoes off the people or they might have just said okay yeah we're this okay see you later have fun they just decided that they were out but like you said he just sort of like picked up right where they left off and so it's like, is there a ha- half a second where she's thinking, whoa, it's a little bit, oh, okay. <laughs> That's a little too aggressive because, yeah, I don't know. I've never had a massage like this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I actually really did not think that at first, but now that I'm, you put that thought into my head, I'm a And he's from Jupiter, up. Florida, where yep. the whole Robert Kraft thing happened. Oh, that's true. I mean. Fair. What Fair. are you doing, dude? But she clearly disagreed with me. At least after the initial, because she had no problem yeah. with him. And then it started getting hot and steamy in there. Hopping sure. on top. And yep. she clearly was trying to flip over, but while still covering Cover. herself. Yep. And so that made it a little... I mean, it was awkward anyways, I guess, because that table's not meant for that. No. But she's, like, half yeah. turning over <laughs> because she didn't want to fully turn over until she... Because she finally did, and you saw whether it was cut, you know, edited or not. She finally got the towel, towel up enough, properly yep. placed. Yes. Which. Yeah, that whole that whole flip over season this session thing was purely awkward the entire time. 
she looked like she was just maneuvering in a way that her body's not supposed to maneuver. Like her Ma- shoulders, yeah, was mainly all the just way to keep around. everything covered. Yep. Okay. And at first, I was thinking, I mean, with as physical as they've been, does it? Re- I mean, obviously, you haven't gotten that far yet, but does it really matter? Because this is. It's pretty heavy. She also went sky or bungee jumping naked. Well, I guess they, she was. And even then, top. though, she was super um, conservative. Yes, yeah, she with had her, her. She had her bra on, on until That's right true. before. So, I, you know, just like with the yeah. fact that with her deciding to have sex in the fantasy suite, or you know, before today, we thought maybe it was before, like her choice. So if right. she decides she doesn't want to. Let him fly yet? Then God bless. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, but it's very interesting that this was the only, and maybe Luke would have been if he got that far. This is the only fantasy suite she put a condition on. Yeah. And she said, "We're not going here for sex. Nope, it's not physical. We the, need to. We need more." And I think it's. I don't think it's good or bad for either one. I just think she knew exactly what she needed out of each relationship. Like, yep. Pete was always fun, and I think, she, obviously, they were attracted, but, yeah, we got to see if this can be as hot and heavy as, you know, as the rest. Yep. Whereas Tyler has always just been... All hot and heavy. Oh, my God. And she just wanted, listen, let's get rid of the mics, let's get rid of the cameras, it's... and let's actually see if we can talk without right. wanting to kill each other and or rip each other's clothes off because apparently both would be bad. <laughs> right. And I I just thought it was so interesting, too, that she kept referring to him as, like, a Greek god and that she said something like, I can't believe he would want to date me. So part of me thinks that she... and Because you don't see everything, so I wonder if the relationship is actually... They did have more emotional conversations than are led on to and she's just kind of distracted by his looks and so he's she's not even like processing them part of me thinks that because if you already go into a relationship thinking that the person you're dating is out of your own league and why are they paying attention to me i think that can skew how you treat somebody that's a good point yeah it was definitely interesting because she's obviously a very pretty girl uh, he's also a very pretty guy. True. Uh, and, you know, the whole stencil abs and all that. <laughs> the eight-pack um, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, not the bodybuilder that Luke is, but still fairly chiseled. Right. And, you know, the male model looks, the whole deal. Which, again, he doesn't really have a job. He's basically trying to be he's a model. He's a contractor, like, yeah, and a model. Yeah, yep. exactly. He's a contractor, in quotes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting to hear any bachelor or bachelorette be like, but they're spending time with me. Right. Like, they picked me, you know, out of like a an 80s movie or, or like a Netflix movie. Right. Like, me? It's a, a weird people? romantic comedy thing happening. And I I just thought that was interesting because, yeah, she's the bachelorette. Everyone's there for her, wants to be with her. And he picked me. Yeah, exactly. I just thought that was such a weird thing to say, especially this far along. And he, I thought, reacted really well. Oh, yeah. When she said no sex, like he didn't crack a joke. Nope. He didn't raise the eyebrows. He just total, just straight ahead. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would never pressure you. He whatever. 
he said and did all of the right things. And from what it sounds like, he was actually sincere about it because when the cameras were off, that continued based on what Hannah said the next morning about him being the most respectful man that she's ever been with. It sounds like they probably could have ended up doing more and not in like a twist your arm sort of way, but like she was into it and then he just stopped and hugged her. Yeah. And like, let's just snuggle or whatever. And that really hit home with her. Like, that's exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, exactly what I said this was going to be. Right. And, you know, obviously they're not like 17-year-olds, so it's not like you'd expect like, oh, come on, baby. <laughs> but there are still guys out there who I'm sure would say, hey, the cameras are away. You're into this. Just let's go for it. Yeah. yeah. And he totally respected what she said and and stuck to it. Because, I mean, you're you're alone with somebody who you're obviously very physically attracted to. Things can, despite what you say, go in a completely different route. And he sounds like he reeled that right back in. And when he went to leave, she starts crying. I know. And she I wrote that down. She said, um, like, it ripped her when he was walking away. Which... That's the first time, I mean, she said, like, certain goodbyes were hard, um, but that's the first time that I saw her be like, I am so sad to see this person leave. I've even noticed that she, even if the guy says, hey, I missed you, a lot of times she doesn't say I missed you back to them. Interesting. Which is, I find weird, because (laughs) I find everything weird. Technically, you're not, you're allowed, obviously, now we're in the age of you make your own rules in Bachelor, Bachelorette, which is fine. But you're in, you know, technically you're not supposed to tell them you love them back. Right. But you can tell them you miss them. Right. So does she not miss them? Is she, like, not sure to the point that she's uncomfortable showing any emotion like that? I don't know. It's interesting. But I think both had really good dates. Yep. Being Peter and, um, and Tyler. Even though very, you might expect different reactions because she had everything with peter but it was tyler that she had more difficulty saying goodbye to the next day yep and so that makes you wonder okay was the was seeing tyler as maybe the perfect guy and who chose me right does that put him ahead of peter even though she felt comfortable enough to you know to have sex with him twice Right. I think so. I mean, I don't know how it plays out from this point, but it just seems like based on the two reactions the next morning, if you put them side by side, she just wouldn't be able to say bye to Tyler and would have an easier time saying bye to Peter, in my opinion. And now that we're talking about this, because we've never really given Tyler a fair shake as a Bachelor contestant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But seeing how he acted through then, just talking about it, like, wow, yeah, he, he said all the right things. He did all the right things. He, again, seemed to be genuine about it because when the cameras are away to the point where she was just heaping praise on him. And let's say they don't feel comfortable with Mike. He has, wasn't on the show long enough. Or they're not, they don't feel comfortable with Peter because of the girlfriend thing. Yep. I don't, so I like Tyler. I'm like team Tyler. Um, but and he's very nice to look at. Absolutely. I just worry that he's not like I don't know spicy enough for the show. You know, he doesn't have a big enough person 
personality. And they've gone with that whole, like, sexy to look at tons of shower scenes and whatever uh with the abs being like, like the main with sex. yeah yes exactly they've definitely done that in the past um but i just don't know that he's like a big enough personality for, for yeah the lead. i agree and that's why we've never re- it's so funny to go back and look at sort of the the rolling list of oh who do we think could be of this yeah, group we haven't who ever... could be a bachelor and Tyler was just always sort of overlooked because he's just he's the pretty guy yeah and not much there or at least that we've seen right but like you said maybe there's way more that we aren't seeing they're just because focusing they're on focusing. yeah the physical that's his, aspect that's his thing I guess he's the good-looking dude that gets yeah. physical yep. and there's it's just steamy and nothing else right but yeah. this leads me to believe well maybe there is a little bit more there and if they decide, yeah, Mike wasn't around as long long enough, and we can't deal with any drama dating wise. Right? Maybe he's Tyler. That's true. He certainly That's has the marketable look. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh! It would and be. he would, you would think he would happily say yes. You know, if you want to be a male model, what what better way than being on national TV every week? Yep, very true. It's food for thought. Interesting. And also gives us an opportunity to talk a little bit more about one of the two dates that were actually uh, not. Awkward start to finish. Yep. And that leads us, of course, to the ones that were. That were disastrous. <sighs> and the last few weeks have been just nothing but disaster for Jed. Yep. With the ex-girlfriend or the girlfriend that was only ex after he ghosted her, after he was even done with the show. It's just so <laughs> so weird. Incredibly but, weird. And so they go on their date. And we're in Greece, by the way. I don't know if we talked about that. But if you watch the show, you realize that. And they go on this sort of culture trip to a family lunch, I guess. Right. I don't know how they set that up, by the way. And they're like, hey, random family, can we <laughs> eat with you? I mean, it was very cool. I think that would be the best way to get the culture while you're there, but very odd. And Awkward pro- to start, I Yeah, suppose. and probably the worst pairing to put on a date like this. True. Because... He- Jed was already upset from the rose ceremony. And I get where he's coming from because we've talked about this all year. Like The guys that get the most upset are the ones who are next to him. Like that was Luke. The other Luke's biggest problem was like. Why is it between us? Yeah. Yeah. Like how can you see the two of us put us next to each other and pick him? Right. I completely understand that too. And, And so. I was thinking about that a lot, and I think he had every right to say what he said, but at the same time, knowing what we all know now, I was getting extra frustrated cause, because of that. But then I also thought back to originally when he said, hey, I was I came on this show to further my music career, Hannah, and she totally accepted that and moved on and didn't judge him and didn't give him a hard time and just let him say his piece and at least he was being honest and yada yada but then he's clearly not trusting her decisions now so I feel like that's a little that's a little unfair to me forget the girlfriend for a second um but if she's going to be so understanding of you you need to reciprocate that he scored one of the greatest reality show victories ever. Yeah. And we talked about this when it happened. I was just, it blew my mind. He literally told her, 
I'm only on this. I only came on this show to become famous. Right. The she could have been like, okay, defi- bye. Yeah. The definition of not here for the right reasons. Right. And he turned that into a win. Dude, take the win. That's like, what I'm saying. You Why already got you- the sale. Move on. Don't keep trying to, oh, but it also does this. You got the sale. Collect the money. Move on. <laughs> yes. And he can't do that. And I'm with you. I understand it. Like, I get the crux of it because. Because if, no one wants to be compared to Luke. Yeah. And if, so, if it's really just down to, if it was down to me and Luke and someone's looking at us and be like, hmm, this is a really tough decision. I'm thinking, Why? it is? Yeah. Like, right. is this your first day? How is this a thing? So I get that. Yep. But ultimately, you're just relitigating everything that all of the guys already, br- other than Peter, already brought up to her. Yep. Time and again, as frustrating it is for us watching it, if you're there, you just have to say, okay. Like you said, trust her. Clearly, and, it hasn't what worked she said. out for anyone else to talk about it. So I don't know why you're trying. It's not changing her mind. It's been going on for weeks. And I do get, I, again, I get the, compar- the comparison. Totally. The comparison's the issue for him because he's kind of been quiet about it until, until he was directly compared to him. I do get that, but I just think he's a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black situation going on and he needs to let it go. And I get it. I would be in the same situation and usually none of the guys are upset about it because they're like, oh, it's never me. And then once they're on the chopping block, that's when, like, on the way out, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe. I lost to Luke. That's how, how they that? look at it. They don't even look at it as, like, losing her. They're it was like, never going to be a possibility because it's it's Luke. And then it is, and you're like, oh, crap. But to pick that spot when you're down to the final four and it really is super one full day of just let's see if – this is real, yep. and you pick that time to talk about another dude. I don't even care if it's someone as terrible as Luke. Right? Like, not really? not smart. And I do. So the other thing that was awkward about that date is they're sitting at this table, and the I assume daughter or whatever who's sitting there goes, "How are you going to choose?" And I was like, "This is so awkward to watch." I felt so uncomfortable watching that, and you could see Jed's face just like become stone and Hannah was so awkward and then that's seemingly when he pulled her aside to have that conversation so I get that it was brought up and it was a very uncomfortable and she said oh I still don't know I still haven't even made I have no idea what I'm going to do and then he just that probably just snapped something in him and like brought it all full front but it was so awkward I just oh I hated watching it and I think Again, this is the worst person to be in that. Or, I mean, Luke would have been worse. But of the three, like, real people, that's the worst. Because I think Peter or Tyler would have maybe not had fun with it per se, but would have been able to roll with it. Oh, absolutely. Um, as soon as the questions were asked, which is by themselves are super awkward, with one of those people sitting there, <laughs> yes. he just immediately was just done. Yeah. And, like, okay, I don't think he mode. would have been able to let it go. It was, it was there. It just... He and so then he has to pull her aside, and we do this whole thing back and forth, which carries over into the dinner. And I'm, I'm thinking he's just, she's just going to send him home right away because you're spending all this time not only just talking about Luke or any other guy, yep, but questioning. I mean, that's what we do, but that's what we we do. We're yep. not trying to marry her, right? <laughs> questioning her decision making when time and again she's just said. It's me. Right. I call him on his crap. You don't need to call him on his crap. Yep. We're working it out. 
worry about yourself. Yeah, and a, a couple times this um, particular episode, she was just like, if they actually love me, then they would trust my decisions. And that comes into play a little later, too, but for different reasons. But in this case, they just need to... You, you love everyone for all of their flaws, too, even if it means that they have terrible choice in men <laughs> at certain times. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, every week we keep looking at me like, great, Why? great, great. Why? How is this possible? <laughs> and, and so I get it. I don't know that I totally, like, at some point you just have to, like, even after the initial, mm-hmm. like, let me pull you aside. This is how I'm feeling. You just got to let it go. And for him to say, well, I understand that you know your your relationships with other guys don't affect me but your choices do you just repeated yourself (laughs) yeah that sentence makes no sense isn't it one and the same yes and it's bordering on luke territory in itself which we'll get to in a second yeah but she literally said two seconds prior i need you to trust me right and then you come back with sort of like yeah no and then he said, you're really bad at letting things that are bad. Or on, I wrote it down. You're, you have a really hard time letting go of things that aren't good for you. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I'm- probably not a date conversation. <laughs> that might be, that's a fantasy suite conversation. Like if you're sitting there and just say, you know, hey, I think this is something that we should talk about. Because you need to be forward and if you're going to end up with this person. But like, you're in a beautiful location surrounded by all these trees and lights and everything's gorgeous and you're like you're really bad at this it's just not not a good date so many opportunities for her to just cut bait but much like luke she just kept going back for more and said instead oh thank you for telling me and i'm glad you brought it to my attention well here's the fantasy date or fantasy suite card and very interesting to note, did not put any sort of preconditions Roar. on it. Yeah. So do we think she didn't know. she didn't say to Luke that she did. She just referenced the windmill. Right. But did they or didn't they? Yeah, I don't know. And I I think that the windmill reference was probably just for the shock factor of it because <laughs> In reality, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was set up as a hotel room, like, but when you phrase it as we did it in a windmill twice, (laughs) then there's some shock value there. Um, So I think that's why she used that later. So I don't know. I think it could have definitely happened. They've been pretty physical throughout the entire thing. Um, And she's also said that she's falling in love with him, and that's the only one. So um, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they call it the best sleepover ever. That's true. They did say that. Which, I mean, I've never used that term, but (laughs) I can think of many things that would make the best sleepover ever, and I don't know that it's just chatting. Chat, yeah. I agree. And they both looked very happy the next morning. They did. But she also didn't break down crying when he left. Right. But she broke down crying with the one she didn't sleep with when he left. So it might be just kind of a reverse situation from what you would normally think. And another great segue. Speaking of <laughs> reverse of what you would ever think um, is normal in any situation. And that leads us to Luke. Yep. 
I don't even know where to start with this dude. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Which has sort of been evergreen all season long. I can't believe we're like week 10 of this show. and Still or, talking about him. It's, so, and it seems like that will continue. Uh, and he gets this, this beautiful helicopter ride in Santorini, which is on Her bucket list. It's on my bucket list. It's on I everybody's it's on bucket list. Bucket like, list. <laughs> Jesus, you wasted on this dude. But anyways... Making matters worse, she says that he's the best kisser. Again, and that they're completely entangled. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Like, ugh. He, talk about hard to watch. This entire part was hard to watch for a variety of different reasons, I think. Um, just, he is so good at talking about himself um, and his beliefs as if it's ridiculous that anyone else feels even slightly different than him. And that was just hard hard to watch. Every week, he just, not only does he seem, oh, everything he's, he says sounds fake. Yep. Rehearsed, what people want to hear. He talks in circles. And for him to seemingly like under the guise of let's let's have a deep conversation like and then right let's talk about sex yep and she's all right let's let's do it like she's into it yeah she's let's let's get yeah it's an important part of a relationship let's have this conversation let's talk about her frame of mind and for him to then like you said talk about not just his beliefs but how they need to be shared by her yep to the point of him saying I need you to say it. Right. Or I will remove myself from these relations, this relationship or whatever. The marriage bed needs to, <laughs> what did he say, be clean or Something be like pure. That. Be, be pure. pure. Yep. The marriage bed needs to be pure between and only a man and a woman in marriage. I'm thinking, when you lead off with, I'm not a virgin, I know you're not a virgin, we've talked about that. And I'm not being critical of Anyone who decides to live this way no, not or, at all. or his faith or it. This is not an indictment on faith or how you want to live. This is an indictment on Luke. Yeah. And how he just keeps, seems to be a walking contradiction. Constantly. No matter what he says, as soon as he's challenged, he then totally reverses course he and tries to say something yeah, else. Yeah, he backpedals like no other. And I just – he clearly – well, let me back up – I, I looked it up because I wasn't really sure. He's 24 years old. So that, and he talks about... Cause he seems he, so much older. I know. So just when you keep that in mind, he talks about chasing sex when he was a freshman in college, right? So now he's had this, like, God came to him in the shower. He saw the heavens open up. We heard the story twice in the same exact terminology talk about being rehearsed. He said line it for line. to her the same exact way she's, he said it to the, his... Um, the Bible The study. Bible group or the study. And... Then he, so he's only 24 years old. So all of a sudden he's a saint, basically. And if people don't feel the same way he does and don't act the same way he does, then they're, they're the problem. And I kept, he, him keep saying, if you slipped up, if you messed up, having sex with someone isn't, you don't accidentally have sex with somebody. So I, you know, especially not in a windmill. So, <laughs> let, Twice. yes. So, for her to stand up the way that she did and and not let him say those things to her was awesome. Like as a as a woman, I was like, 
yes, get it, girl. Like, she was speaking on behalf of a lot of women who have probably been in very similar situations who, who get shamed for things like that. And actually men, too. That's not um, a gender-specific situation. No one should be shamed for how they interact in their relationships. And he's just judging the crap out of her. And I love the um, that she said that, like, God judges her, Luke doesn't judge her, which is true. Um, and she also said that, you know, sex before marriage might be a sin, but so is pride. And I was like, pride is the best word to describe Luke. Absolutely. And it just, it was fun to watch, like, as he's saying this and just mansplaining, basically, yes. Good word, how yes. she should be living her life and going through this situation. To see the light finally go on. Yep. And like, oh, this guy's a dick. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was so funny. She was like, oh my God, I get it. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't respect the guys. He doesn't respect himself. Aha. <laughs> I was like, well, all of us are collectively cheering at the TV. Like, thank you for and noticing. It goes back to my favorite line while watching this show. And I, I already said it once today is, is this your first day? Like, right. this is what we've seen from him and that you've seen from him. And, you know, I go back to it a lot about how each season, whether it's a villain or, or just anyone acting like like a jerk, they the Bachelor or Bachelorette don't usually get to see that. And so you're thinking, oh, if only they could see the footage mm-hmm. or whatever. This was happening right, right in front in of her face, front of her to the point where she already sent him home once and he was able to weasel his way back in. Yep. And so if anything, you're just encouraging him. But to finally figure it out, I, I really enjoyed because you could just see the moment. Right, right. her ah! face. Oh, my gosh. that's That should be a meme, her face. Like when She you finally... gets it. And then yeah. she just unloads on him. And we finally saw a different Hannah with Luke. Yes. Sort of the Hannah we got to see at various times throughout the season with other guys mm-hmm. where she was very decisive and – she was like that with Luke when she sent him home the first time, but the fact yeah. that she let him back in. We don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah. And so he starts to cut her off, like, oh, can I, you know, can I stop you from it? And she said, no, no. you cannot stop me. And, but you, no. I think you owe me yes. this. Oh my gosh. If there's ever a sentence you should not say in a relationship, it is you owe me something. Like, oh. And that is how you set someone off. Y- yeah, you don't. I don't owe you a damn thing. Right. Like just like what in the damn hell are you talking about? <laughs> and you know Matt, you know he nailed Luke perfectly. Is he's just a dude who can't take an L. Everything yeah. is about winning. Yeah. He could have been competing for a bag of onions. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. He just wants to win. Yeah. And he'll say say and do anything he needs to do to win. Right. Because as she's pushing back on him, it's, um, but because she mentioned the love at first sight, oh, but I believe in love and I love yeah. you. And uh, <laughs> and she, he's just trying to like basically stop the bleeding any yes. way he can. Like, okay, let's go to my bag of tricks. It's okay. Say what she just said. That's one. Yeah. Okay. And it's like playing Twister with like cuts. It's and like, seriously. Okay. I, I can say I love you and this is so important. And he's just... One thing after the other to the point where, okay, um, actually I was just, no, I didn't mean 
when I said I'd have to remove myself, actually what I meant was that was the perfect situation in my mind. I didn't actually say that I uh, was going to leave. I, I, I just was hoping that you hadn't. But if you have, we can work through anything. Yeah, that's work his, through your, your slip-ups again. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's such his line. It's like, we can work through anything. And that's actually an interesting point, too, because I noticed that and especially because I, I look at what Tyler is, and yes, it's all physical, but he she also talks about how easy and sweet and kind and fun and all that stuff. I swear she thinks that relationships need to be a challenge, and they need to be hard, and there needs to be all these bumps and hard times in order for it to mean anything. And as a married woman, I know that's not the case. The relationship I ended up in was the easiest one that I was ever in. Um, and it's just... I just want to shake her, basically. I just want to be like, it doesn't have to be like crying in the rain all the time. You can totally be with someone who's sweet and kind and fun and have a great life. And it doesn't mean that you don't have anything special. Um, but clearly, she doesn't think that way because otherwise Luke would have been gone the second he started any drama, which was a long, long time ago yeah. for all of us. Th things can be easy. Yes. Not in relationships and everything else. Yep. And... It's amazing, forget just Hannah, just the people that I'm sure all of us see and, and where, whether it's a, a rain cloud or just a, a thought process of, well, things, things, this was, there was real no depth there. I'm like, well, are you mistaking depth for difficulty? Yeah. I think that's a common mistake, unfortunately. And we're seeing that, we've seen that for the last two months with Luke. Yeah is other than the first day, it nothing's been easy. And for her to finally reel off all this, like, you can't even be in the same room with other people. Right. Like, I don't know how she thought that was going to work out. If she was going to bring him places, especially being the Bachelorette, so they're going to do the tours, they're going to do all that stuff, and they're always going to be at parties and people are going to recognize them. What is she going to do when her fiance or husband doesn't get along with anybody and she just although maybe he would get along because he's already won the game you know he'd be taking a victory lap yeah so in that point his he would have the ultimate comeback of i won yeah like psh, hit the hit the bricks man i'm right. the winner ha 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 oh yeah hannah's here too like uh, yeah, by it the would, way it wouldn't even matter and he just couldn't he refused to take the l yeah. Once again, wouldn't get up from the table, wouldn't get in the van until she I just. Lo I loved her reaction. Like, She's like, oh, I bet I can get you in the van. We've <laughs> had a season that has included several all time lines. And when you're talking about we're in the 15th season of this yeah. and, you know, however many seasons of The Bachelor to get to any point where you're like, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, the the we get the five, eight villain. Yep. A plus line. And exactly that, like. I bet I could get you in there. That's sort of like a challenge accepted. Yeah. And very, I mean, I would think that would do the trick. And even that, he he tried to save by saying, can I pray over you? And again, not like fine if that's what you do, but she's made it very clear. Like, get away from me. Yes. We practice very differently. Right. And for you to think now that you're going to try to to save me right. with 
he that's if there is one thing that I have a if I well, there's a lot of problems I have with him, but the major <laughs> problem I have is that he tries to use his religion like it makes him better than everyone else. And and that's not not a good idea. That's how you rub people the wrong way, and that's how you get people saying we did it twice in a windmill to get you into a van. Like he's just I don't even know what he's doing. And he tried to go on Instagram after the sh- the show to Oh, I didn't see. try to defend himself, if you will. And he said it hurt my heart that Hannah felt I was shaming her. Right. Even though you were. I I don't know how he thinks that he wasn't shaming her. There's no scenario in which he was not shaming her. In our conversation, my heart was never to judge or condemn Hannah. Again, it was both, right? <laughs> I mean, now he's watched it back, and for him to still think that, I get like saying things you don't mean in this in a like heat of a moment. But now you've seen it. Like, I don't understand how you would still maintain that he was not judgy. This journey has taught me so much. And for that, I am grateful. But the greatest gift I received is a compassion for those who love the world and its ways. What is I, mean? I don't know what that even means. He so like you said, he he see he just keeps trying to hide behind his faith, right? To sort of cover up what we everyone saw. Yeah. Like if you were very clear about from the beginning, like I will only be with someone if you know much like me. They're waiting until marriage. Right. And he had every chance to say that to her. Because you making that decision, like, I am, you know, born-again virgin. I am waiting to, to, you know, the next time I have sex will be with the woman I marry. That's fine. Right. That's, God bless. Like, I'm. Yeah. Absolutely. Because much like Hannah and everyone else, your body, your decision. Mm Mm-hmm. I I commend him and everyone else, Colton, whoever else wants to decide to. Whether it's sex or, or anything else in life, if your body, that's how you want to do yeah. it. But for him then to, to hide behind it, well, I wasn't condemning her or then shaming what, her. That's exa- what were you doing? You demanded that she say it, that she wasn't going to be intimate, sexually intimate, in his words, with any of the other guys. Isn't that exactly what you're doing? Yes. Like, I, yeah. I, it's 10 weeks of I this guy know. just making me speechless which is hard to do right <laughs> me too especially because he was doing some things that and and judging so hard that i just you know i don't understand how he didn't think that he was shaming her and for her to stand up like that would was awesome absolutely though. because i know that we have questioned her decision-making based on him, for sure. But for her to say, you know what, my body, my choice needed to be said to him. And I think it was good that it was on TV, too, so that people, you know, that that's pushed out there, too. Because male, male female, anywhere in between doesn't matter. If, if it's your body, it's your choice. And, you know, then he, he, he went on Twitter, too, because he put it on his stories. Oh, gosh. About how I'd like to tweet more, but it's tough watching something that I take so seriously be made fun of. I don't think what we're doing here is making fun no. of. I think it's just being dumbfounded by it. Everything seems to be so hypocritical. Yeah, and he just 
throws his opinion out there, and if people don't react the way he wanted them to react, he, like, pulls it back and tries to throw a different opinion, or basically the same opinion, but, like, in different clothing. And saying, at- oh, I... I- Hopefully you won't misunderstand me right. this time. He pulled that out of his oh, bag yes. again last night. Oh my gosh, it's one of his favorite lines. And you know, Matt. So Matt, I don't get misconstrued. Yes, because I can't be the one making the mistake. Clearly, it's you not being able to Never. properly understand me. <laughs> um, and then he tweeted at Jed saying, "And to all the guys, the raw truth about me: Who actually took the time to get to know me? When did you let anybody get to no. know you? Each time they gave me shit, they said, "Listen, dude, just stop talking about us." Whatever. And then all he did was... Talk about them. And lie about it. Like, so clearly lie about it. I mean, this isn't one of those deals where you can say, well, the editing. He said, I will not say this. Immediately sits (laughs) down and says this. Yes. Like, we talk about bad editing on this show all the time and how that, you know, well, they built this up to be X, Y, or Z, and it never is. This is not editing. There's no way that they... They can't make him say something. Like that he's clear. You he's say what you say. Saying it. Yes. And producers can ask you questions and they can lead you in yeah. directions, but ultimately you're responsible for what you say. Right. And for you to sit in front of the guys and say one thing and then do the exact opposite not 90 seconds later. Right. Like Well, and I think Tyler said this in in last night's episode too, but or well, maybe it was two episodes ago, I don't remember. But if you have 14 people who don't like you, universally, none of them like you at all, you're the problem. There's a very, there's no way that 14 people are just wrong and you're the, you're just being completely, your words are being misconstrued and you're misunderstood to that point. At some point, you're the problem. Yep. And he completely and totally still apparently refuses to accept that. And if you watch the the coming attractions for the next episode, which I don't know if I completely got, it. so it's next week men tell all, and then two I don't weeks. Know. It was, it was, it was little, very confusing. Yeah, it was confusing. But over the next two weeks, we will see the final or second to last rose ceremony, I guess, before yep. the finale. And the guys are all excited that Luke's not there, right? And even saying like, "Well, I know we have another rose ceremony, but yay!" <laughs> and then of course this. Dark Cloud. Decides to come back again. And to be fair this time, and probably one of the few times I will, she did sort of open that door for him by letting him talk his way back in last time. Yep. So so he thinks he can get away with it, basically. He's still a jerk and, you know, very punchable face, all that. But, like, she did sort of already let him get away with it once. So, okay. But this time the guys are there and... Seemingly standing up literally in between her and him and it's, saying, get out of here. Right. And at some point you have to think one of the three, probably not Peter, is going to <laughs> Fair. physically, and I'm not saying beat him up or whatever, but like do the job of security yep. and just say, listen, buddy, your 5'8 bud is leaving. Yeah, absolutely. And just I hope so. <laughs> Grabbing Someone's his arm do it. and leading him out. You know, no one's saying, as, as much as I say, he's got a punchable face, and he does. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, like, get in a fight, but the girl clearly doesn't want you there. Right. And She's made that abundantly clear. And even if, like I said, well, he let her in last time, as soon as he's back there and she's like, nope, what are you doing here? I'm done. 
it's time to go. Yeah. Right. And so hopefully, I will repeat the line that we've been saying for 10 weeks. <laughs> hopefully, we will finally be done with Luke. Yep. Agreed. I'm not totally confident about that. Neither am I. I. She's just, she's done her fair share of backpedaling on, on that, on him, too. I guess he just kind of inspires that. Um, but I'm hoping that she makes up her mind about him, finally. Or and, has made up her mind yeah. about him. <laughs> and, keep, and stays with it this Fingers time. Fingers crossed, because I can't stand it. You know, and I, I have to say, you know, going into these last couple weeks, the order of the fantasy suites is, even with as good as Tyler was... Uh, I think I, my order is still the best options being Peter, Tyler, Jed, and Luke in that order. Peter, Tyler, Jed. And even if with Jed, even if we, even though I didn't, because through a, the last couple weeks, it's definitely been clouded by the girlfriend stuff. Yep. But even that notwithstanding, like that was, it was just such a, just such a terrible look to spend the time talking about Luke and just, there was no flow. Yeah, I agree. So. I, yeah, I think that before last night's episode, I think. I might have been Jed, Peter, uh, Tyler, and then obviously Luke. Um, but you make a valid point. I think not a good idea, Jed. It was just so awkward <laughs> and I don't know. But if not, of the four, you know, Luke hopefully is done with this show forever of any version. Don't send yeah, him to paradise. don't go to paradise. Don't, don't, nothing. Just like be gone. Yeah. Um, I don't think because of the real bad stuff, I don't think Jed could be The Bachelor. Uh, and that, like I said, we've talked about before, I think that leaves Peter yeah. or Tyler of the people that are here. Yep. And Mike of the people that aren't. And yeah. then if they really decide they don't want to come from this season, then maybe we dip into the past or go the celebrity yeah. route. But just don't, please, ever let it be Luke. So, Emily, thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, happy to be here. Doing your uh, your best Matt Munson impression. You can follow us at Bachelor Podcast across all socials. If you thought we were ridiculous or awesome or anything in between, let us know. And we will see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.